Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Joined by Kevin Bohannon, our baseball insider. Well, good afternoon, Kevin. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we today? Man, could you ask for better weather to play ball? Let's play two. Exactly. And you got a lot of teams around the state at the high school level that will be playing two games today because they got a little rain yesterday in the northwest part of the state. So we've got a lot of good matchups today out on Highway 10. You got Lone Oak and Pulaski Academy. That's going to decide who's the leader in the 5-4A race. You got Maumel and Little Rock Christian. So if you're in the central Arkansas area, get out and see some really good baseball today. Kevin, at what stage or point, you, you mentioned some are going to play two, at what stage or point in regards to conference play? I mean, it's hard to believe that uh, the state, regionals, districts are not that far off for high school baseball. Yeah, Randy, we're three weeks away from postseason in 4A and below. You've got some teams that have played eight games in conference play. I know the Rivercrest Colts, they're 7-1 and one right now in that 3-3A conference. Depends on if you're doing a double round robin, which you play each team twice, or you just go through once and then play a district tournament at the end of the year. Each conference gets to decide their own rules on how they compete during the season. So it's, there's not a standard format uh, around the state, which is you know can be kind of confusing at times. But uh, just like the 6A West up there in Rick's uh, part of the state, they're going to play. They play a home and home every week on Monday and Tuesday if weather you know, comes up like it did yesterday. They'll play a doubleheader today or play Tuesday and Wednesday. So we're getting almost to the halfway point. I would say by the end of the week, we're about halfway there through conference play. Let's check in and never mind. Um, When you begin to look at the current rankings, and I didn't get a chance because you (laughs) You just sent it to me a few minutes uh, ago, yeah, that's my but fault. I think there was some <laughs> shuffling that went around uh, in regards to the SB7 Super Rankings. Yeah, definitely, and uh, we'll start up in Class 7A, uh, the, the big surprise, Little Rock Catholic. They did get beat by Greenbrier last week, but they bounced back and beat North Little Rock 10-9 to in a wild game last Thursday at Lamar, uh, last Friday at Lamar Porter. Uh, Bentonville continues to do well in conference. Cabot. You're starting to see a team like Bryant that's uh, making their way back. As I said the other day, six of the eight teams are still alive for those top two seeds in the 6A Central. Uh, Class 5A is is starting to where you see the cream rising to the top. El Dorado's 14-2 on the year, Randy. They're they're the top team in the 5A South right now. Van Buren just keeps on winning. Benton is still undefeated. And Green County Tech up in Perigold, they're 12-2, tied for first place along with Batesville in that conference. Class 4A, you still got Valley View and Lone Oak at the top. Moralton's 10-0. The, the hard charger right now is the Huntsville Eagles. They're definitely soaring right now. They're 13-3. and They lead the conference. But Arkadelphia made a statement last week, Randy. They beat Nashville 12-1 to behind a wow. sterling pitching performance by Trip Cannon. He also hit for the cycle. Get this, Randy. Teams are batting 074 against him this year. And then you look at Class 3A, Harding Academy is back on top. Uh, Ashdown dropped a game last week to Bismarck. Got to give a shout-out to the Lions, one of the biggest upsets of the week. Ian Smith, three-sport athlete. He had a game-winning touchdown pass in football, a game-winning three-point shot in basketball, and he threw a complete game shutout against the number one team in the state. 
So he's, he's one of those multi-sport athletes in those lower classifications that we don't get to talk about a whole lot. So congrats to Ian and the Lions on a big win this week. Rosebud's going to challenge Harding Academy for that uh, conference title. Rivercrest is starting to sneak up. They're sitting atop the 3-3A right now. And Paris in the River Valley is ranked number six. Looking at Class 2A, still got the top three teams the same, Woodlawn, McCrory, and Carlisle. The big upset, what some might consider not an upset, Murfreesboro, the Rattlers, they took down Horatio last week, 6-1 to one behind the performance, Alex Bailey. Uh, he's the senior that led the Rattlers last year. And then Class 1A, uh, you had Washita. They defeated conference foe Mount Ida, 13-3. Talked to Coach Anthony Nail. The Warriors did not make it. They scored seven runs before they made an out, Randy, and it was it was something to behold uh, in that 13-3 win. Uh, Taylor, Westside Grish Ferry, and Izzard County still sitting on top. Don't look for anybody to challenge the Cougars unless it's Westside Grish Ferry at this point, but you never know. A team like Norfolk, who's won nine of their last ten and eight in a row, could be that team. Interesting. And uh, congrats again to Bismarck with that uh, huge win. You mentioned Rosebud. Um, that's always seemingly they, Quitman, have outstanding programs year in, year out. No doubt, Randy. And Coach Taylor Cooper, and I talked about this the other day on our Arkansas Preps Extra podcast, Coach, Co- Coach Cooper is just one of those young coaches that loves to pay attention to detail. And he wants to make sure that he's doing the best he can for his players. And it's down to the, the lines on the field, the logo behind the batter's box. It's just he pays attention to it, and he's learned from some really good coaches like in the area, like Coach Shane Fullerton um, has been a really big mentor of his. But you had five guys that hit over 400 last week. Uh, Russ Martin, he's a freshman, and you're going to hear a lot about him over the next three years. He had 13 Ks in nine innings last week. He also hit 400 with seven RBIs. Reese Hip. Really good point guard for the basketball team. Hit 467 with a couple RBIs last week. Uh, sophomore Bryce Walls hit 438 with seven RBIs. And senior uh, Mikey Kaufman hit 600 with three RBIs last week. They're pitching, playing defense. They're hitting the ball well. It's going to be interesting to see when they come up against Harding Academy who's got the, more, the most firepower. I guess I got to go to Rosebud then and check out the lines. I need to yeah, you do. It's take really nice. And make sure everything is <laughs> is, is uh, the way it should be. Let's check in with Mr. E. Mr. E. Good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Kevin? Yeah. Good evening, gentlemen. How y'all doing today? Good evening to you. Good. Beautiful, beautiful day out here. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, Kevin. Yes, sir. Uh, Conway, the Watford Cats. Uh, how they rank? How they doing? Uh, what do you expect for them this year? Conway, I was really high on early in the year. They slowed down a little bit of late. Uh, they're really, they're still pretty young. They got a sophomore or a junior on the mound this year, Hugh Hill, uh, left-hander. He's got an offer from UCA. They got a couple other guys that are really Zach Zuba. He's a catcher. He was in our top twenty catchers list on Scorebook Live the other day. He's going to go to UCA. Uh, Kyler Spencer is going to University of Arkansas, third baseman, corner infield pitcher. They're sitting at three and one right now, eight and six overall. They're kind of Jekyll and Hyde right now, and that's what you get with a young team. Uh, they'll go out and beat a top-ranked team, and then lose seventeen to seven to to a team they shouldn't lose to. So, and 
you can't put much stock in non-conference games. And that's one of the things you have to temper fans and everybody around the state because pitching stats are limited right now. And the goal is to get to the state tournament. Well, non-conference games don't do a whole lot for that. You want to throw your best guys in conference play. So sometimes, you know, you throw some of the younger guys to get them experience so they're able to help you later in conference play and in the state tournament. I expect Conway to be right there at the top. Of course, right now you got a four-way tie for first place. Uh, they're tied with North Little Rock, Cabot, and Catholic. And Bryant's sitting right there at two and two along with Northside. So they're going to be in the mix. I expect them to make the state tournament, and they could make some noise once they get there. All right, Kevin, before we run out of time, let's shift gears to – uh, a matchup in Fayetteville, don't be confused, there's a matchup between Arkansas and UCA and Conway, but that's softball. That's right. But uh, tonight, it will be the UCA Bears, 11-15 and 15 overall, 6-3 and three in A-Sun play, taking on the University of Arkansas, which is ranked number two by most polls, 21-5, 7-2 in the Southeastern Conference. And this is where those midweek guys really get an opportunity. But this is a unique matchup in the fact that you've got two players, one for UCA, one from Arkansas, that basically grew up in each other's backyard. That's right. Uh, Connor Flagg and Caden Wallace went to Greenbrier High School together. They best friends growing up. They played together since they were seven years old. They played travel ball together. Uh, all the way through their youth age and then in high school. I had the, the privilege to coach both of them. And it, it was a lot of fun to always see them on the field. Caden used to pitch, believe it or not, fans and listeners. Uh, he was really good on the mound. He was up to 92, 93, had a really good changeup. And Connor was always the guy that would catch him because the, they were always on the same page. And it's, you know, those guys get to play at the next level and they're getting to play against each other. And as Caden said, on um, the hot corner yesterday. He didn't get to play last time that the Hogs and Bears faced off against each other. He had a day off, but hopefully he gets to play today. And as Dave Van Horn said yesterday at the Swatters Club meeting, he had a lot of starters that were reaching out to him on Sunday. They, they had a bad taste in their mouth after that extra inning loss to Mississippi State, and they wanted to get back out there. They wanted to make sure they start tonight and get some good reps in. You got some guys that need to get hot at the plate again. You, then you got some guys that are hitting the ball really well, and they want to stay on that streak and make sure they get those reps in. So it, it's a team that Coach Nick Harlan, and we talked about this when I interviewed him right before the season starts, that they want to be the best version of themselves every day. And if they're getting incrementally better each day, that's all they can ask for. It was one of those it was a funny things, and I asked him, I said, you know, what, what are your goals for the season? And he said, this is going to sound really weird, but we don't really have any. We, we want to play the best we can and give our 100% effort every day. And if we do that, the rest will take care of itself and the results will come out in the end. It's a roster that's full of Arkansas flavor. Like you said, you got Connor Flagg. You got uh, Tanner Leonard, who's a Searcy High graduate right up there in your area. Tanner's one of those really good athletes and once he figures it out he's going to be a really good college baseball player and then you got drew sturgeon the center fielder from farmington he's a go-getter started as a freshman you got uh, hunter hicks the slugger from sheridan he can play first base second base he's leading the team right now in 17 rbis hitting 288 on the year 
Then you got a pitching staff that features Tyler Cleveland that was conference pitcher of the year in the Southland last year. He was the A-Sun pitcher of the week two weeks ago after a 2-0 complete game shutout. He's 2-1 on the year with a 2.55 ERA. You won't see him tonight, Randy, but you may see some other guys. I know Logan Gilbertson from Cabot. You may see him, but they're going to start Cade Fenton, uh, the the senior junior from Farmington. He's been he's bounced around a couple of places. He went to Fort Scott, then Hutchinson Community College. I think he's about 22 years old right now, and he's one of those guys that's uh, given Coach Harlan a lot of innings right now, a lot of valuable innings, and he's worked his way into that role. Uh, another Central Arkansas product is Reed Bowman from Little Rock Christian. Yeah, and Trey Harris as well. Yeah, yeah. at uh, second base. Uh, the one note that I would, I'm sure that's got to give Coach Harlan some concern, is the lack of offense. Uh, you've got Andrew Polam, who is leading the way with a 317 average, but as a team, they're hitting 238. That's that's difficult to win a lot of games, I would think, Kevin, as a team batting 238. That's right, and they're only averaging a little under four and a half runs a game, and that that's the thing that they've got to figure out, and they're not a really big power-hitting lineup. They've only got 13 home runs on the year. Connor Emmett uh, led them in home runs last year. He's got four, and then only two other guys have multiple home runs on the year, so they're going to be a ball club that plays opportunistic baseball, which is also called small ball. Uh, they're going to have to find a way to manufacture runs. If they get somebody on, expect them to bunt, get that runner on, and then somebody gets a flare, that's how they're going to score their runs. They're not going to hit the ball out of the ballpark like some of the other teams that Arkansas faces. Uh, this note, congratulations to Connor Nolan. He was in the running now for the Golden Spikes Award. If you're familiar with that particular award, Arkansas has had some success with that. Andrew Benatendi. Most recently, Kevin Copps and uh, Connor Nolan has been selected to the watch list. And, Kevin, you know me, I love X factors. And this past weekend, in fact, I mentioned it when we had on Caden on the hot corner yesterday, uh, what a difference it made to that team. But I, I just watching, and I granted it was one swing of the bat, it was a mammoth shot. But I'm I'm going to say the X factor for this Arkansas baseball team, I'm not just talking about tonight. I'm talking uh, as you start really going down the stretch. Brady Slavens. When Brady hits the ball, and he doesn't have to hit it out of the park, he can, he can make an impact. He had a sack fly the other day uh, as well. My X factor is Brady Slavens, if he can hit the ball, close to what he did last year, this really becomes a scary Arkansas baseball team. Yeah, Caden alluded to it yesterday that, you know, even when he was in a slump, he was still a good teammate. He was still going to work every day. And we, we ran out of time, but that's one thing I wanted to bring up, that everybody in that lineup at this point has had a, a slump that they've gone through. Caden mm -hmm. went through it. He kept working at it, kept working at it. He may go 0 for 12 and then may go 9 for 11 in his next weekend series. Uh, Chris Lanzilli is the, the guy that's been the most consistent. He's been on base uh, every game, all 26 games, and he's hitting 344, which is leading the team. Uh, Michael Turner saw his average get up to 419. He's in a miniature slump right now. His average has dropped 82 points. 
he keeps getting out there and doing his thing. But Brady Slavens, you got to give it to him because I, t- I tell you what, Randy, the ball he hit that was a sack fly the other day, it, any other day it would have been out of the park and he would have gone 420, 430 feet. The wind caught it and everything. But it, it's really good. And, and teams know him at this point. They know what he's going to do and where he likes to have the ball to hit it. He likes it middle end so he can turn on it. So they're going to work away, away, away. Righties are going to throw a lot of change up. Lefties, they're going to throw a lot of sliders and curveballs to try to get him out. He's making those adjustments that he needs to make. And if he gets his chance, he's not going to miss it. Like you said, Randy, he's the X factor, and he could go a long way to helping this team go as far as they want to go. And, Kevin, one thing that has always been a signature of Dave Van Horn's teams, and that is defense. This team is playing maybe as good a defense. I'm not sure, you know, when's the last time an Arkansas baseball team played this quality of defense? 986 fielding percentage, just 14 errors so far. That's almost amazing. And can you think of, and I'm trying not to put you too far on the spot, but that's okay. I like yeah. doing it anyway. Uh, is there a better second base shortstop combination than Robert Moore and Jalen Battles? No, I'll answer that question very quickly. There's not. And each one of them individually, yeah, there's a better shortstop and a better second baseman out there. Not, not too many, but when you put that talent together, uh, you just they know where each other it's like a symphony out there they know the next note in the song and it's like a, a dance partner out there with it knows where you're going to go they can play and you're starting to see it more now with the way Arkansas is shifting you know, on their infield you they're getting the ability to play that next level of defense and a higher level of defense they're ranked number four in the nation right now and some of those errors i would have given a hit on cadence taking a couple of balls over there at third base that were hot mm-hmm. shots that you know might have happened uh dylan leach has had one behind the plate so you know it, it could be even better right now if you look at the the whole body of work it's a great defense, and as Coach Van Horn said, that's major league level defense, and that's what you got. You got an outstanding infield with guys that can play multiple positions. The play that Caden made up the middle when he was on the right side of second base the other day, coming up, throwing across his body, that's that's a major league play right there. And then you got a solid outfield that's got speed. You got some good arms out there, and then you got catchers. Uh, Michael Turner is on the Buster Posey watch list, so. You have guys that know their role and they're able to take it to the next level, and they're and they're not scared to go after and make that great play. Oh, I I thought that was Brooks Robinson at third base. <laughs> I mean, he's made a couple of plays that is just next to amazing. Yeah. And then if he if it's if it's that extraordinary play and it puts him as you say in that awkward throwing position. It doesn't matter. He's got that gun. He's got And he that, works uh, on it, too. They work on those weird throwing angles all the time, and it was one thing that he always worked on. When, we're, when we used to take ground balls, he would throw it from three different slots, three different ground balls, so he can work on that so he knows how to take it on that next rip. Well, it's certainly paying off for him. That's no, There's no question. All right, Kevin, good stuff. That's Thanks. Kevin Bohan, our baseball insider. He'll be back tomorrow, yeah, with uh, – <laughs> around the horn.